You're listening to the Gluten-Free Guide Podcast with your host, Vanessa Weisbrod. Welcome to the Gluten-Free Guide Podcast. I'm Vanessa Weisbrod coming to you from the Celiac Disease Program at Children's National Health System. And I want to start out by saying a special thank you to the Walter and Jean Boak Global Autoimmune Institute for their ongoing partnership to make this podcast possible. Today's podcast is an exciting one. We've talked about gluten-free traveling before and the risks associated with it, but today we're going to discuss an almost entirely carefree travel opportunity. Can you even imagine boarding a cruise ship where you know that they are completely stocked up with gluten-free options? To share more with our listeners about this amazing opportunity, I have Maureen Bays in the studio with me. Maureen is a celiac travel specialist and the founder of the inaugural gluten-free cruise with Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. Now, in full disclosure, Maureen has asked me to be a speaker on the trip, so if you end up joining us for the sailing, you'll get to hang out with me too. So welcome, Maureen. I'm so glad that you could join me today. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here. Vanessa, thank you so much for having us, and I really, really appreciate everyone's especially Children's National's ongoing support with regard to this exciting adventure we are embarking on. So thanks for having me. So Maureen, can you start out by telling us a little bit of your background? You have such an interesting story, and I want all of our listeners to hear what led you to specialize in gluten-free travel. Well, like many of us, I have many members um, in my immediate family with celiac disease. Um, there's actually five within my immediate family. Some have recently been diagnosed. Some have been diagnosed over the last five to ten years. And, you know, I watched what travel looked like before we had some of these diagnosis, diagnoses with my personal family. And then I felt the significant difference of what travel felt like following that diagnosis. And it's really, really challenging when you're so excited as a family to go on that vacation you've been counting down the days for or the sleeps for, and you're already stressed out before you even leave your house. Um, you're, you're packing your suitcases full of extra snacks just in case there's nothing to eat. And I, as a mama, felt very, very, it was hard to relax. It's hard to really unplug and as we all know, if, if mom is stressed and challenged, challenged to unplug, then probably the rest of the family is. So I just kind of recognized this need and have gone with it. And I'm really, really excited to be able to share, hopefully, some very exciting new products for people out there that can make people actually relax on vacation. Out of all the different traveling options, what inspired you to pick a gluten-free cruise? Well, cruising has always been a big part of my personal family's travel uh, destinations, and I honestly felt like it was an opportunity where multi-generations of families could possibly travel together, and there's something for everyone. Um, Obviously, vacations are very centered around food, like it or not, um, it is, it's true, and that's part of one of the obvious challenges we all are facing with this. Um, I thought it could be possibly a great way for families to be able to see different parts of the world and be able to dine together in an environment that finally is safe. 
Right. So now you've cruised a lot. What difficulties have you had when trying to maintain the gluten-free diet on a cruise ship in the past? Ay, ay, ay. Um, there is plenty. Um, <laughs> you know, what I talked about, you know, a few minutes ago, just with the, the preparation, the, I mean, packing for family um, <laughs> has had some significant preparation as is. But the extra concern and fear of what if, what if they don't have this, what if we don't have anything to eat, we're in the middle of the ocean, you know, I can't just go to a grocery store. So I would find a few suitcases and stuff them with, with every gluten-free snack or potential meal that I could make into a meal um, just in case. And, you know, I haven't had to use them. Obviously, the snacks have been helpful at times um, with young kids, but not interested anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, they just want to be able to, and they know that. They pick up on that, you know. I don't, you know, three-year-olds pick up on that. This feels, this seems harder than it is for everyone else. And it's just, you know, and the trust of sending them to the kids' clubs. Oh, gosh, you know, like, do you, you don't know what I'm talking about. And I can tell based upon your response to me, is there Play-Doh? Well, yeah, there's Play-Doh, but it's not going to come out. And so then we're skipping the kids' club experiences, all those type things that, you know, I just identified as a major, major hurdle to that over, like, the, the overarching goal of vacation feeling relaxing. So. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so, now, tell me, why did you choose Royal Caribbean as the cruise line to partner with for this project? Well, you know, we have cruised on many different cruise lines. Um... You know, I won't get too specific, but there is a cruise line out there that we all know and love. And they have, I think, at this point, I have been identified as the cruise line for people to travel on and feel safe. Safe being the key word there. For, gluten, that. for gluten-free, right? For gluten-free. However, efficiency still, in my opinion, is, is a major challenge um, there with the wait times and the order aheads and this and that. So, um so I, but the, the issue with that cruise line is the price tag. It is hard for 
we're an immediate family, you know, family of five. What that costs for us to just go on a family vacation. And so cost, cost effective. Um, but Royal Caribbean is a very family friendly ship. Again, it's a place that little, you know, toddlers, there's a place for infants, there's a place for grandparents. There's, it's a cruise line where everyone can have fun. Um, you know, they've got very, you know, child-friendly activities, but then there's stuff for adults as well. And I have found them to be very, very open-minded, which to me, you know, that first phone call I made was going to tell me a lot. And every door, they just continue to open. And, you know, uh, we've had many conversations with executive chefs. We've had many conversations with director of food and beverage in Miami who runs the whole show and just their open-mindedness and willingness to learn was why we just kept pushing that direction. Um, they ask questions. They, you know, we, there's that feeling that you have these conversations with people and they feel like they know everything you're talking about. I didn't get that. I got questions instead of, oh yeah, yeah, we got this, we got this. That's kind of a red flag to me because there's no way there's a complete understanding. I mean, they also are willing to try train. They want to do additional training. They want more information on this. So I think right there, you know, it was a good match from the beginning. So I want to hear more about this first phone call that you made to them. And how did they react in the very beginning when you said, we want to do this gluten-free cruise with hundreds of people who have celiac disease? Well, you know, at first, like, again, it's the same response. Oh, gluten-free, we've got that. We understand. Yes, yes, yes. And, and I, I paused and, you know, impolite. And not, not, I don't want to start off saying, no, 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 that's not what I mean. But I gave them a little bit more information that, you know, we're not just talking about gluten-free healthy living. We're talking about an autoimmune disease. And, I mean, the call was probably 90 minutes. And the next time... You know, within the next three days, I had three more phone calls. People just wanted to know more. And I think, you know, it's becoming more discussed. I mean, celiac disease, I mean, I'm sure we all have kind of experienced that a few years back. It was like, wait, what? What's that? You know, and, oh, it's an allergy. It's an allergy. I think the awareness of it being a little different than an allergy, it's out there. And I, um, I feel that, you know, that first conversation was just my sign to me that, this was going to be a partnership as opposed to, you know, just a quick weekend cruise that they were going to have some people on who needed special dietary accommodations. They, their willingness, I guess, to want to learn and educate every single person on that ship was mind-blowing. I mean, we went on the ship. They also asked us to come on and try it out this past January. And I take this very seriously. I mean, it's a significant part of my family. It's, it's a critical piece, I feel like, for a community. I know I'm not the only mother out there who has had these same emotions and just those um, breakdowns in the middle of vacation. Of this doesn't feel like vacation. And, you know, we went on that ship and we met with everyone that we could have. They opened the galley kitchen. They, they accepted, crit not criticism, but, you know, I felt like I was an inspector. You know, I walked through <laughs> and I was like, okay, I... I really appreciate you're doing that, thank you, but that can't be like this or it's not going to be safe for, for my family. And, you know, from that point on, I had an action plan as soon as we got off that ship. And just the level of seriousness that was taken was absolutely 
it was it was mind blowing. It really, really, really was. So I feel confident, and we're going back on the ship again in October to do another kind of walk through. And they've given me permission to essentially just like stop people in their tracks and ask questions. That's um, great. So yeah, no, it, it's really, really. Again, just very, very encouraging. So. so, and the crew that will be there for your your trip in October, will that be the same crew that's there in January? Yes. So we will be the same exact ship, the Mariner of the Seas. It's the same exact port, so it will be three nights. The identical uh, ship, the identical staff, because the way that the cruise line operates, they like transition their servers and people they're on contracts. So everyone who will be on that ship in October will be the same people who will be on that ship in January. So it will be a mirror image of what we will see in, in January. That's great. So now, yeah. Maureen, we've been talking for about 15 minutes, and I think that we have totally buried the lead for all of our listeners. Tell them where the cruise is sailing to, what islands they're going to see, what the dates are, and what they can expect for this trip. Well, so we are leaving from Port Canaveral on uh, Friday, January 17th. Um, it's it's a three-night um, Mariner of the Seas. It's a quick little journey, but we felt like this might be a great way for people who may not, who haven't cruised before, um, or, you know, just want to try and, and see if this is legit. And so we are, it's two stops. We are stopping on our first, on the 18th, Saturday, in Nassau. And then we will, the next day on Sunday, we'll be in, uh, Royal Caribbean's new, completely redone, it will be brand new when we get there, um, as they expect to be have it completed in November, um, it's called Coco Cay, and they've had Coco Cay for a little while, but they've completely redone it, so, I mean, the pictures look absolutely unbelievable, and on Coco Cay, we will also have our complete dedicated area for our guests, so they will be continuing what they're doing on the ship for us also in Coco Cay. And then we return to Port Canaveral on Monday. That's so again, it's just going to be a quick turnaround, but I think it's a, you know, it's a good first time cruise for people to get out there and, and give it a try. And hopefully maybe the next one will be a little longer. Yep. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. So tell us about what kind of special programs guests can anticipate during the, the three day cruise. Well, we will, when people board on Friday, we will be having, again, this is all optional. This is your vacation, so you get to choose how you'd like to spend it. We don't want to force you to do anything, but there will be plenty of educational, informative opportunities if you want to participate. But on, on upon boarding, we will be having an orientation um, in the dining room, so the same specific dedicated area where we will all be dining. We have one entire space, um, the executive chef will be doing an orientation, just kind of how this is all going to work. Um, he's going to answer questions. He's happy to meet, greet, do all of that. He will go through, you know, the menus and how we're going to be doing that because we will have our own individual menus for this sailing. Um, and we will also be distributing wristbands if people choose to want to wear them. Again, by no means is that a requirement, but I think about the kids specifically with this. Again, that whole part I was talking about, that one over there, him, the green shirt, that guy. Um, they'll have a wristband on, which will identify them 
so we will distribute those. We also have a um, pediatric GI doctor joining us who will be doing a presentation Saturday morning before we disembark in NASA on the just kind of past, present, and future of celiac disease, which will be fantastic. He's got tons of wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, a wonderful woman named Vanessa who will also be doing some um, child-based activities um, just to kind of, again, get these kids together, let them meet one another, and just kind of interact in a welcoming kind of environment. Um, we will, like I said, there will also be dedicated space um, in the buffets um, for all of us, so there will be gluten, no gluten zones, which I am making those signs up as we speak. Um, they'll be very bright, and you can't bring gluten in this area in the buffets. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there will be tons of special offerings, and to what degree people want to get involved is up to them. There will also be opportunities to socialize. For me personally, what I have just kind of found really neat is and I've talked to so many people over the last few weeks since we've kind of launched this, and I swear, it's their hour conversations, and I've enjoyed every single one of them, but it's stories. It's telling your story. It's me telling my story, and it just, I mean, it's, it's brought me to tears a few times, just how awesome it is just to connect with people who are living the same life as you are. So, That's so, so there'll great. be plenty to do or nothing to do. It's really how you choose to navigate your vacation. So now I want to go back to something you said about the, the gluten-free and the not gluten-free areas. So, you know, as in your family and in my family, some of us have celiac and need to be gluten-free and some of us don't. Do the people who are not gluten-free also have to eat the gluten-free food and be involved in that? Or will there be other options as, for them as well? At this point, we do have a lot of families who are 100% gluten-free. Um, and then we also have some families who are not 100% gluten-free. So what we are doing when we are asking people to book, when, they, when people are booking, we ask you how you want to be configured with your family um, or how you want to be seated. So if you want to be in a 100% no gluten at your table, we are offering people that opportunity. Um, we will have specific servers who will have identifiers. They're going to be wearing a button on their on their uniform that will identify them as no gluten he will not be touching gluten or he or she will not be touching gluten um so we will have designated spaces as we discussed um fires you know ovens completely separate um from from the other areas um so there will be options if that is something, you know, your family, that's how you're going to get them to come on the cruise. You get to decide, though, whether you want them at your table or not. So <laughs> that, that, I stay out of that. <laughs> that, that that's a personal, a personal thing. So, so families can book uh, it however they choose to. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Great. So now I know when we were speaking last week, you mentioned that you already have over 100 cabins booked for the trip. Is there still room for more people to join in with the sailing? We have some availability yet. We are, by the day, I continue to be absolutely blown away with the interest. Um, you know, Royal Caribbean has extended our um, number of cabins. I think they will continue for for as much as we have to give them, but I think at, at a certain point they will cap us off 
Um, so, so call soon. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I just, again, it's been, I knew there it would be, in, I know there'd be interest, but I had no idea how many people I think were feeling this exact same way as our family was. And I think that's just a testament to everybody just needing to get away and be able to relax on a vacation. So, so there is still time to call if you are interested in booking the cruise. Yeah, please. You can um, follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Um, it's Celiac Cruise. We have, obviously, the website, which is www.celiacruise.com. And we have Instagram. And I'm getting the, the Twitter and everything like that up and, up and going now. So um, feel free to look for additional information. Because of the extreme interest, we may, like I said, we may be in the works of planning another one a little bit longer. Um, so, again, stay tuned for, for potential information about that in the next few months. That's great. So now we obviously hope that everyone listening can join us on the first gluten-free cruise. But for those who can't and may be cruising at another time, what advice do you have for them to make sure that they have a safe experience when they don't have someone who's so good at this like you watching over them? <laughs> Well, I mean, I think I probably have kind of gone through it a little bit with, with what we've discussed, but I mean, it's the you got to ask questions. You have to, you know, I have called. I mean, you are able to get to the top of these cruise lines if you just be persistent, like I'm sure many of us have been either voluntarily or involuntarily become um, persistent. But, I mean, I think it's a lot of just, got to do the work beforehand to really know that, you know, certain environments understand what our exact needs are. Um, I have found everyone to be very welcoming and pleasant, to be honest with you, when, when you really get across that, like, okay, they get it place. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's the vigilance that we exercise probably daily in our lives. I mean, it's just, you know, there's questions and, and, and just on the spot, <laughs> you know, tell me about cross-contamination. Is that going to be a concern? I mean, I just, that's how I handle it. Lots of questions. And um, sometimes what I will do, though, is I will go to dinner a few minutes early and tell my husband or my mom or our family to, like, take the rest of the crew so I can have this conversation ahead of time because it's just, it's more relaxing when everybody comes and arrives and all of that's been handled as opposed to it all having to happen in front of everybody who, you know, it may bother them or may not, you know. So that's kind of how I use, how I, how I do this. That's great. Well, Maureen, I want to thank you so much for all of this great information. I cannot wait to join you on the cruise next January, the 17th through 20th. And just to remind all of our listeners to learn more about the cruise and to book your room, please visit www.celiaccruise.com. Well, we are all out of time for today. I really hope that you all enjoyed today's podcast, and I will talk to you again next time. <laughs>